Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Electric Avenue, helping you navigate life with epilepsy. Today, I'm joined by your favorite hosts, David and Mike. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you back. We are sponsored once again by the Epilepsy Association. Uh, we're excited to be here today. Um, and I think uh, we're talking about um, addressing different uh, myths, uh, facts and myths uh, associated with epilepsy. Um, yeah, I, I, feel like, right? I feel like epilepsy uh, especially has a lot of misunderstanding. That's why there's so much value just in trying to get more awareness out there, kind of like what we've been talking about in a previous episode with Mike's situation, trying to get a job and stuff like that. There's a lot of people who just don't understand what exactly uh, epilepsy is, what it can be, what it can't be. Uh, so kind of trying to shed some light of truth on those uh, in this episode. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's interesting because one in 26 people will, uh, develop epilepsy at some point in their life. One in 10 are gonna experience a seizure um, of some sort uh, in their life. Um, so it seems like it be a lot more prevalent, but when you're out there and talking to people, people really don't have a lot of experience uh, out there. Mike, I know you go out and do a lot of presentations and uh, spread the awareness and talk to people, um, but you find out, do you find that you get a lot of these questions about uh, facts and myths? I do. Yes, as a matter of fact, today, I whipped into a place, I was having an outdoor event. It was a church, I'm not gonna mention the name of it, but the preacher came in and said, oh no, if it's not dealing with Jesus, we don't talk about it. I'm like, okay, have a nice day and walked away. So that just shows you everywhere in the English speaking world, there are still myths about. You bring up a preacher, you bring up religion and, and, and epilepsy can guide me to go hand in hand because I know in uh, a lot of faith traditions or in other parts of the world, you know, uh, the, the idea of uh, demon possession uh, uh, or uh, having some kind of uh, um, supernatural yeah. experience that plays into that and People uh, have maybe have been brought up with that as a, a tell of that. And epilep epileptics have to uh, often uh, maybe fight through some of those uh, uh, misconceptions. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I feel like, too, at the core here, like he really just didn't have an awareness of what epilepsy is. And None. there's that ignorance or that it fear. Is. It's the uneducation. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yes. So kind of going off of what we were just talking about, the first myth I feel like would be valuable to explore is the myth that anyone who has seizures has epilepsy. Yes, that's not true. Yeah, that is that is a myth. That is not true. <clears throat> so, I guess I I've always heard of these things called pseudo seizures, right? And uh, yeah. uh, which I, I think are like uh, uh, maybe deal with mental health or psychological. But how how, how what would define a non epileptic seizure? Uh, uh, um, I I don't really understand that. Is that like a difference in the way the brain fires or doesn't fire or isn't firing or yeah. or what? Well, the brain's still functioning as usual. It's not sending off mis, uh, uh, different types of electric, electric impulses. When it's a pseudo-seizure or PNES, it is, uh, an, the brain's just being normal. A lot of times, especially with the latest statistics on it, it's uh, some sort of PTSD going on. So it's a psychological thing that the brain is taking over, but it's not an electronic or electrical uh, so you're not having that electrical shooting storm. off in different areas I got you. or the full okay. brain. So, so it wouldn't show up on an EEG. No, then. it would not show up on it. Would, what would show up on an EEG is a different type of a wave because I've talked to our, our neurologists about this. If, if there was nothing on your EEG, no. uh, you, you might be dead. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> no so there is a reading, but it's not that type you. of reading. And it's not like it's a lie type thing either. You know how they do the... the 
it's not that. Okay. <laughs> when you're in a lie detector and then there's a, that's a different type of reading. Yeah. Okay, so basically we can think so, of maybe it's a, one's electrical, the other one is like, it deals with mental health. Like you said, yes. Mike, PTSD, I can understand that. Um, or, or very specific situations. Um, but yeah, having a seizure does not necessarily mean people have no. epilepsy. Um, great, that one's put to bed. Here's what I always love to talk to people about because it deals, it's very practical. It's first aid and I grew up, you know, a few uh, decades ago and back when I was growing up, we would be taught uh, if someone's having a seizure, you know, boy, uh, roll them on the side, put something in their mouth, make sure they don't swallow <laughs> their tongue, yeah. uh, hold them down so they don't, oh, yeah. you know, hurt themselves. Them. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and I grew up a time like that and I found out the first, uh, one of the things I found out is, whoa, that, that might not be the, the yeah. way you should do. Yeah, you should never put anything in their mouth because uh, if you try to stick your finger down there and pull out their tongue, it, they're going to bite down because their their jaw's going to lock. Their finger's going to come off. It's going to get wedged into their uh, throat, and that's what's going to kill them. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of people think that. I mean, still, even our patients today say, oh, we put something in their mouth like a towel. We're like, no, no, do not put anything in their mouth. I imagine the reason being is, uh, first off, uh, you can't swallow your tongue. Physically no. impossible. Not Absolutely something that can happen. Impossible. So the idea of swallowing the tongue out the door can't happen. Yeah. They're not going to do it. Um, and if you're sticking something in someone's mouth, first thing you're doing, especially a towel, you're starting to block the airway, right? Yeah. You're going to uh, um, block the airway or you're actually going to introduce something like Mike just said, hopefully not a finger, but that could uh, actually get Damage. lodged in their mouth. So uh, don't ever stick anything in anybody's mouth. That's a myth. Um, kind of taking it from the other side, though, uh, what, what is the correct way to handle somebody that is having a seizure? And I guess to mm -hmm. help dispel this myth a little bit more, not every seizure is convulsive and physical in nature, right? Well, where that came from is that the person is regurgitating. They could have possibly bit their tongue, they've got to bit their cheek or fallen and there's blood building up in their mouth. So they're choking if they're laying on their back. Okay. So the key thing to do is get them safe, turn them on their side, usually on the left, uh, you know, on the heart side and then cushion their head. So if they are convulsing, they're not pounding their head on the pavement and just, and, and just kind of keep them in that position. That way, if they are regurgitating, if they did bite something, if there is any blood coming out, it's going to come out the side of the mouth. And you want to just make sure that they're still breathing. That's a key. You know, especially on their side. Well, and seizures don't last very long usually. Nope. In fact, uh, here, 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 real quick, I'll just put it out of there. If if a seizure lasts more is lasting more than five minutes, call nine one one. You're in a different situation there with yes, the sta uh, epile uh, status epilepticus probably, uh, probably. But uh, seizures usually uh, last uh, uh, for you know under two minutes. Um, and uh, and you had mentioned Christian, a lot of them aren't even not necessarily having the convulsions and the stiffening and that. I know there's obstacle seizures. Uh, where it's just an, a lack of an awareness. You're not going to worry about, um, uh, you're not necessarily going to know what's happening unless you're, you're, you're attuned to it. But um, back to the tonic-clonic, when they are, uh, go through the, uh, the stiffening and the shaking and that. Um, yeah, you want to make sure the area is safe. Keep their, uh, make sure their head's cushioned. Uh, do not put anything near the mouth. Do not restrain them. And um, interestingly enough, I don't believe uh, I think one of the myths is that seizures are painful, that the person is experiencing pain. And I, 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 that's the myth. It, they may be afterwards have some muscle aches from the experience and that, but the actual seizure itself and that they're not experiencing pain. So, and that kind of helps transition to this next myth that I had pulled up here, uh, which is that a seizure always requires an urgent trip to the emergency room. 
Great topic. <laughs> Great topic. Because uh, we, we deal with this a lot, Mike. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I have my uh, partners in life. I've, I've told them, anyone that's around me, if I have a seizure, do not call 911 and do not take me to the hospital. Especially in America. <laughs> I am bleeding or something major has happened. Or if I've gone past that five minute having that seizure. Or, or, or a real quick a caveat if you're if you have if someone has had a seizure and they they happen to be in the water in a pool exactly. or in the ocean you need to call yeah. 911 or if it's is, their first one or someone's pregnant yeah. Or, yeah. or that yeah. or they pregnant, yes definitely. or it's their first yes. seizure yeah let's get all the caveats yeah. out yeah. there you know 911 yeah. uh, uh is a great service out there and we don't ever want anybody if you're ever question what call. you should do yes. call however our experiences <laughs> with people who have seizures is that they don't necessarily need to be go no. to the hospital, go to the emergency room. Yeah. And on that after with all the caveats, Mike, I'll turn it back to you. Yeah, well, no, it's true because I mean what they're gonna do in the hospital, they're gonna bring you in there. There's no way to actually d detect whether you had a seizure or not. You can find out if you had a heart attack six months ago, yeah, or, or an aneurysm eight months ago, yeah. But when it comes to the seizure, they cannot determine whether you had it. So what you're going to do, you're going to sit on a gurney, lay in a gurney for about three to four hours. If you don't have any activity, they're going to send you home. So they're going to monitor you yes. and send you home. Um, a seizure is not life-threatening most of the time. No. Um, except for those certain times. And Christian, you were a... a Kind of chiming in in America, in America. Yeah, you're gonna. There's a, there's a oh. nice uh, there's a nice uh, medical bill tied to it. So if you are someone who has seizures or knows someone who has seizures, please don't panic. Uh, monitor the seizure, uh, uh, see what's going on. Make sure you can relay. So the next time they do follow up with the doctor, you can certainly have that information. Um, and I would say too, as someone that if you're someone that has seizures or has ep has epilepsy. Be sure to have maybe some instructions on you or uh, someone that you know who will be able to uh, tell people what your seizures are like, maybe a wristband. Uh, Mike, do you have anything to say about this? Oh, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of ways to let people know. The, the, the key thing is this. Let people know that you're with your family, your friends, that you have seizures. And, there, and the, the first aid for seizure, seizures first aid, is so easy. You could train anybody. Okay, and let them yeah. know and just make let them be aware of it and then of course yeah i have an id medical id bracelet i have it on my phone uh if someone if they you know if the paramedics or whatever first responders show up and they pull up my name they see it because i'm in that system so they should get it you yes, should get that but I, or something, yeah, right? I have a, i have a medical id bracelet i carry around all the time and we recommend when that. you have a seizure you don't know what's going on well, and if I come up on so if someone's having a seizure, how do I know it's their first seizure or not exactly. their first seizure? Um, and the only way I know that is that, is that I that medical ID. So Fair. great, great advice. Big old necklace, big old ice <laughs> out chain. <laughs> then you know they're really into the epilepsy. Hey, little Wayne has one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. So, so uh, another yeah. another myth here: um, epilepsy is untreatable. Huh. Well, it's treatable with medication it's not curable that's, that's the key it's an important distinction yeah it's yeah, yeah it's, well, you right. can get medication unfortunately there are several medications and they all don't work the same with each individual and different types of medications work with different types of seizures okay but they can control your seizures we have a couple of patients here that have had a, you know most of their life and have had haven't had seizures in 10 to 15 years because they're on medication well, the reality is, yes. seventy percent of seizure people uh, of people who have epilepsy, their epilepsy can be controlled by medication. Correct. That's a huge. That's a huge number, but that's not all. There's still thirty percent 
that, uh, hey, maybe medication isn't a controlling factor. There are other options. Medication is not the only option. There is Correct. the, uh, you can, um, uh, the, um, I, I'm, I'm diet. Well, you what, what I'm thinking of is the, um, intervention <clears throat> of using VNS or RNS, yes. oh, RNS yeah, yeah. surgery so in the brain or, 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 or a VNS unit where you can in, impact, um, and control, uh, a charge, uh, into your brain. Um, when you feel a seizure coming on. So there are some 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 surgery. Electrical available. devices, correct, that can be implanted into you. If you have a severe amount of seizures, yes, those are a 50 to 70% chance of working for the patients. But it's it's a it's a surgery. I can I can almost right. imagine it is. Yeah, I it's can almost imagine that too. If, that, if medicine doesn't work. And and in the next few years, next few yeah. decades, I, I'd be very curious to see what kind of advancements <sighs> we'll have in that. We have, you know, oh, technology out there right that. now, the AI oh serial pop up yes. with a notification and the notification seizure incoming. Well, much like probably like other chronic diseases like diabetes, yeah. where yeah. You, something triggers let you know and you you can send a signal or something. But right. that's where that um vagus nerve um uh, interaction, uh, 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 the VNS um, monitor and stuff is, yeah. is it can be effective because that's something you wear kind of like a pacemaker that mm -hmm. uh, goes up to your vagus nerve and you can can adjust that to send um, signals and triggers and things like that. And then the RNS, which is actually that right in the brain trigger. Ugh. Here's the deal: um, <laughs> if you you know usually you don't get down that road until yeah. you've gone through the route of attempting different uh, controls with uh, medication. And usually it's um, I think they say after. Two medications uh, fail, then maybe you're eligible. Maybe maybe you go for you're three yes. or something. But that's something. Um, there are treatments, um, uh, like you said, medication, lifestyle, uh, surgeries, uh, and, uh, and 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 science is doing great things every day. So that is a myth that it's not uh, treatable. So, kind of moving into uh, what people might be dealing with on a day to day basis, one of the myths I'm seeing here that I've seen on a few different uh, places on the internet is that people with epilepsy shouldn't have jobs with responsibility mm -hmm. and stress. Yeah, I think we kind of uh, hit that last time when we talked to, to you, Mike, yeah. because you've dealt with that. Uh, uh, and the reality is, and I know that uh, uh, we we certainly trust you here with a, uh, what we hope isn't too stressful a job, but it's an important job with stress and responsibilities. Uh, that's a myth. And I think Especially at, at our stage in life, we uh, like to get out there and make sure that employers are not afraid to hire people if they share that they have uh, uh, epilepsy. Um, and it's an under control. Um, it is a myth. You, there's how many, as we go through this, how many people of history? who have been leaders and have been in super I mean, responsibility-driven jobs. Big name right here that I'm seeing is our former U.S. President, Theodore Roosevelt, the poster child of manliness and capability. <laughs> and stress job. Yeah. But, like, he took on yeah. probably one of the most yeah. stressful jobs you could ever take on, yeah. and he was fine. We, we also have Prince, Elton John. Yeah. I mean, we've mentioned Little Wayne, yeah, uh, yeah. Danny Glover, Lethal Weapon. Like that oh, was stressful. Melanie Griffith. Stressful actors. It's out there. You yeah. want you do the math. One in twenty-six. It's, yeah. it's going to hit, and and that. So one of the things we really key on is that awareness. Uh, uh, don't be afraid to hire someone. Don't be, don't think you can't work. I know. I, exactly. You know, uh, we were at an event, and um, I'm talking to this gentleman who's got a friend who's 
having epilepsy and he's telling her to get, you know, apply for disability, get disability. And I said, and that, and she, and then I got her name. I talked to her. She was excited. I was helping her find a job and he got a hold of her and said, she doesn't need to work. He didn't believe that she could work. Yeah. And to the point where he convinced her that, that she shouldn't work. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I couldn't imagine. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I've, so, yeah, I've definitely talked some that. of our patients into that same people exact thing is like, no, no, I, I refuse to let epilepsy uh, rule my life. And of course, you're not going to be a, a skyscrape builder. No, you're not going to be working around deep fryers. No, you got to have a job where you're, you're not going to be, you're not gonna be piloting the plane. Exactly. You're not going to be in a job where if you have yeah. a seizure, lives are, will be yeah. at risk, but you're going to be. Certainly can be in most jobs. In right? most jobs, I would say seventy to eighty percent of jobs, there's a place for you to well, work. And for a little bit of perspective too, it, when it comes to and stress is like one of the biggest triggers for people that uh, have seizures to have another sort of unexpected one. That's kind of the, the basis, I think, of this myth. But I'll be honest. I have had times where I've dealt with stress probably in a lot worse ways than <laughs> a seizure. <laughs> and that's just me, for, you know, yeah, having yeah. a panic attack or just becoming not right. not very yeah. helpful at work and having to go recede and, you know, get take care of myself type of thing. So it's just another thing that people will deal with and yes. process as they yeah. live their lives. You just got to live with it. Yeah. And that's so, all there is to it. Exactly. Um Hey, you know, with the the, the world of gaming and the world and the, and the and the all the screens we see these days, and I even watch, I was watching. Uh, I think uh, here's a plug for uh, Ted Lasso. I was watching Ted Lasso, yeah. and and before every episode of Ted Lasso, it's telling you, you know, it's uh, that hey, yeah. there's going to be some oh, flashing. It was like the episode with uh, with Beard, Coach Beard went to like all the nightclubs and did that weird like yeah. Odysseus, like the Iliad type, following him. Thing. Right. Yeah. What does that tell you? Hollywood's well, finally got on board, and that was all due well, to. The Incredibles. But, but the oh. Incredibles 2 was the first movie to put out there uh, a fair warning sign before that, that you had photogenics, uh, any type of sensitivity, that there's strobe lights. Could in, do that. Uh, da, da, da. Well, yeah, and so while, that, a warning while that's good, do you think that maybe that might have contributed more so to this myth that it's like, oh, if any epileptic person sees a strobe light, they're yeah. immediately going to be frothing at the mouth on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, with all the gamers, you gamers who maybe uh, don't be, don't worry, you, you yeah. certainly, even if you, that, but only, th I think they say only 3% of people who have seizures are affected by photogenic strobes, yes. those kind of things. It's just a great thing to be aware of. If you have seizures, hey, be aware if the, if you're sensitive to the bright light to the flashing, it, I, that's great. You're letting know, but the reality is, not everybody who has epilepsy and has seizures are no. triggered by these things uh, uh, with the flashing light. Well, you're on a good lights. topic. The gamers. We actually have a patient here. Mm -hmm. He's 16 or 17 now, and he was so afraid because he, his mom gets he gets the video games. He stays up all. He's 16. He's playing video games. And what it was is that he had been up for three days in one of these like Dungeon and Jack Not games, <laughs> and that's what it was. It was I told his mom wow. it was a sleep deprivation, yeah. not the gaming, because he plays right. it all the time. And that's what he did. He designs them and stuff. You know, that's what he's, yeah. his career yeah. goal is. So it's not. That. Don't run away. Find yes. the find the real cause, and then, uh, but at the same time, like yes. everything, uh, moder moderation. Yeah. Three a yes. three day binge in gaming. Yeah, you're gonna always have, remember you, the you rules. Know, the likelihood of having a seizure goes from uh, zero or three percent to ninety eight percent. Yeah, eat, sleep, and stress. Those are your three things. You get those uh -huh. under control, you're fine. But, but uh, <laughs> take your medication. Yeah, so uh, it was interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs>
I, I, I want to kind of, as we're kind of getting close to wrapping up, here, there, there's, there's one that I want to touch on quickly, not to bring the mood down, but there is the myth uh, that I'm seeing quite a bit that you can't die from epilepsy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You are getting a little serious here, and um, you know, I think it contributes um, from the information I have to about you know between twenty and forty thousand uh, deaths a year are attributed to epilepsy. Yeah, um, sudden death due to epilepsy, and there is no reason why. Why? Why? Do, I mean, it's a, t- a tough one. Do you do you think that? Potentially, those that that statistic, those number of deaths that we see, could possibly be contributing also to the stigma and the false sort of uh, uh, view that people have of epilepsy being. This seems like another a killer side of the disease. Coin. Yeah. yeah, it seems yeah. like this other no. side of the coin where it's like, oh, like this well, person is unable to work, live their life, they're having convulsions all yeah. the time, and then the other side is like, oh, but they can't die from it. Yeah. Well, no, that's I, it, that statistic that you gave. If you look at it, they now have to write it was caused by epilepsy. But a lot of times it was caused because he had a seizure, but the guy was driving and ran into a wall. The mm, wall okay. killed him, not okay. the seizure. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's there's a point. huge, huge discrepancy there as far but that, if that he wouldn't have had the seizure while driving, he would still be alive. But yeah. it, that was the cause for him to run into the wall. So to speak. Well, does that get into comorbidities? Because yes. a lot of people who have uh, epilepsy and seizures also have other ailments, and and mm-hmm. maybe the, the seizure happened, and and with that comorbidity, it, it, it caused. So I I do get that, or yeah, like you just said, um, ca- uh, happen to be driving, have a seizure, and and, and crash. Um, so yeah, there 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 are people who who do die um, from seizures, and there isn't um, really. Uh, you couldn't see it coming, uh, but I, but but I mean I I would relate it to there's more people having heart attacks you don't see coming there's more people having uh, um um you know a stroke that you don't yeah. see coming or a, a aneurysm or a something so so again the number is very small it is uh, let's let's take it back it's very small but it does happen and 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 you uh, some people do uh, will have that prolonged go into status epilepticus and. And and, and, and and bad things do happen. I know that young man uh, um, who's with uh, uh, on that Disney show. Yeah, uh, Cameron. Pretty, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 he that was the way he he died of um, um, yeah. of epilepsy. So and a lot of it's suffocation or too. from uh, so uh, because of how you have that seizure. They don't get turned to their side exactly, and it's and or if they're on a tent. Yeah. We've actually had a patient here, unfortunately, just got wedged between the wall and his bed. Had a seizure. Nobody was there to help him. Yeah, but the, so, ultimately, but that gets traded to suit up. Yep. Because it's seizure by epilepsy. Because he, that's what caused yes. it. But the reality is he it's got It's a trained. low percentage. Yeah. Very low percentage. But yes, you can die from seizures, but it's not a death disease. Okay. And Does that make and sense? I don't know. I like, that. I like the way you said that. Yeah. No, that, that, is, that is a very good distinction. <clears throat> yeah. Now I'm I'm kind of surprised by the um, <laughs> amount that I've seen this on different articles and stuff, but uh, we'll finish it off with this myth here: uh, epilepsy is contagious. Achoo! Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now you guys have it. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I I've never uh, had that myth, and I, I I guess I don't know where that comes from. I had never heard that. I know that it, it's out there. Um, so that to me that's kind of surprising because that doesn't. But I, you know what I do? I, as I think about it, I bet you you get back into the the religious aspect and religious beliefs. Yeah. All of a sudden, is that that maybe uh, some some something spiritual transfers, uh, may uh, in that. But um, again, um, you know, 
that that kind of stuff. But I can't. Uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's it's definitely not contagious. But they are <clears throat> recently coming up with more studies saying that it is more and more genetic. It At is. First, it wasn't. Okay. okay. But there are more and more studies out there saying that yes, it, it possibly be, has genetic. It's kind of like it could jump a generation, like the guys. Sure. You know that type thing. They could jump a generation, uh, but yes, they are putting more uh, research into it and saying that it's genetic. But as far as contagious, no. That's <laughs> okay. good. All right. That's good. Well, thank you guys so much for clearing these up and keep on looking to uh, the news, looking to new advancements and developments because, like I was saying, like we're learning stuff about it every single day. The longer we are studying this disease as a human culture, we're going to one day be able to predict it, have things that are. are I would say almost guaranteed to stop it in its tracks. And in the meantime, we're just going to keep blasting out awareness and education on it so that uh, people can reduce the stigma and live better lives. And I I, I would say you out there as a listener, um, what are some of the myths that maybe have uh, impacted your life or that you are like, uh, uh, would like debunked or think are out there that um, we didn't cover today? We'd love to hear some of those uh, uh, other myths and, absolutely and grow. You can reach yeah. out to us on our social channels or you can email us directly at electricavenuepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your myths or any questions that you might have. And get your feedback right. and comments because, yes. again, this is a conversation. We are not medical professionals. Uh, so we're dealing with the information that we've uh, uh, acquired or uh, have access to. And uh, certainly sometimes um, we're uh, not um, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you guys, guys so much. Uh, I've been Christian, David, and Mike. And seize we'll the moment. Seize you later. <laughs> Electric Avenue is proudly sponsored by the Epilepsy Association, an organization dedicated to improving the quality of life for persons affected by epilepsy.